the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Mandelow, board-certified divorce coach. Friends, we just wrapped up a series entitled Blindsided by Divorce, What's Next? By talking about what we learned through the shows and ultimately how to make better choices if you are blindsided by divorce. As a follow-up, I thought it would be good to revisit a conversation I had with fellow coach Susan Kiernan about the five biggest mistakes in divorce. And that's what's up next. I hope our conversation serves and supports you. God bless. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a Christian board-certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. She and her guests will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow starts now. And here's your host, Christy Mendelow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mendelow. Same show, same host, new last name, and fresh new shows. I'm so glad that you are here with us today or whenever you are listening. As a reminder, the show is podcasted, so you can listen to any of the more than 150 episodes at your convenience after the show airs. You can find those shows at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we'll be talking about the five biggest mistakes in divorce. Some of you might laugh, and while you're laughing, ask, wait, what? There's only five? (laughs) And in fact, my my guest is already laughing. (laughs) In fact, some of my guests uh, I've asked to join me on this short series had that response. And folks, I'm with them. I I understand where they're coming from as professionals working with those traversing divorce. We see a lot of mistakes, not just five. Uh, Heck, many of us have been through divorce and made those mistakes. And the bottom line is this. A lot of mistakes are made throughout the divorce process. At the same time, others listening and considering or going through divorce might assuredly say, I got this. I know what I'm doing. I won't make any mistakes. And that's what concerns me. Hence, the show and the next two that will follow. We don't want you to make the mistakes we did, nor do we want you to make the mistakes we know may be made. Today, we'll look at the top five biggest mistakes in general. Then over the next couple of weeks, we'll break it down. We'll look at the financial mistakes. Then we'll look at the real estate mistakes. So if divorce is on your radar, and although we hope it's not, These shows are for you or someone you know who might be navigating divorce. 
And to help us today with our discussion, the one and the only Susan Kierden is here with us. You might recall that Susan is my mentor in my divorce coaching specialty. Folks, this lady has such a heart for people and what they go through in divorce and a keen understanding of the process. Susan is also a CDC certified divorce coach. And she draws from her own divorce experience, her experience as a preventative health nurse and a yoga instructor in her work to support people to have a better divorce and parenting experience than they otherwise would have to include spending less money. And so you now know why I have Susan here with us. Before we start our conversation with Susan, I want to remind you that this show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. So really anyone, as it can be an overwhelming life event for everyone involved. And I also want to remind you that we're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is walk the path with you no matter where it may lead. My guests and I are here to help you make better decisions in this time and beyond, to provide you information and resources, to give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and to give you hope. Speaking of, please join me in a brief prayer. Father, thank you for bringing us here today to talk about one of the difficulties we face in life, divorce. We know that you know that divorce breaks our hearts as it does yours. We want to walk the path with those traversing divorce. Help us to speak to those hurting hearts and confused minds tossed about by divorce. Please help us to provide them helpful information, insight, and ideas that can help them make the very best decisions possible for their families and for themselves. Please help us to bring comfort, support, and hope to all those who are listening. And please, Father, let the words we say be yours, not ours. It's in your Son's name we pray. Amen. And now, Susan, welcome. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. I am happy to be here, too. Hi, Christy. Thank Hi you so there. much for having me on again. I'm so honored to be here. I truly admire what you are doing to support anyone touched by divorce, and we always have so much fun when we're together. We, we do. Uh, unfortunately, we're not face-to-face together, and I, we, we actually never have been. We've developed our friendship yeah. over the years via Zoom and phone and interviews. <laughs> yes, the new world. Yes, and I, I call you a dear friend. It's like you're, you're like you're right here with us talking. So thank you for technology. So I heard you giggle a little when I said the five biggest mistakes. And I think, you know, when, when I ask professionals that work in the divorce profession, uh, it's just kind of like, really, five mistakes. So I'm wondering, why did you giggle a little bit? Well... You know, because there really are a lot, you know, there's potential for so many mistakes. Really, you know, as you well know, when you and I first engaged about this, you said, hey, try to think about what you think they are. And it made me reflect. And I thought, boy, in the beginning of my practice, maybe in 2009, I kind of had five that I thought were the biggest mistakes. And then maybe around 2018, I thought maybe a different five or kind of a few here and there. And now I have an even stronger five. So, you know, that could possibly be 15. Yeah, right, right. Well, and I think it's, it's, it is also, let's just say that it's, 
it's individual to the person. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, the main thing we want to get across is that with the more information that you have dependent on your situation, you can then make better decisions if you are aware of those mistakes. If we learn what others have gone through and say, hey, don't do this, <laughs> do this instead, right? So let's mm-hmm. get, I, I'm sure listeners are waiting to hear what they are. And, and, and if, they, if you've been listening, folks, for a while, you've heard me mention quite frequently the certified divorce coach uh, top five or six, if not more, um, uh, mistakes in divorce and we're going to list those at the end of the show, but I, I really asked Susan to to kind of reach into her expertise and share and and share what those are. And so, Susan, briefly, can you give us a kind of a top level look at what those five are? Yes, I'll do my best here. So I think there's an overriding heading of mistakes, and I think it falls under being unprepared. So unprepared in your knowledge about divorce unprepared emotionally, financially, spiritually, and even possibly physically. And what it might look like is the first one is maybe not evaluating adequately what process might work the best for you. Your girlfriends find out you're getting divorced or you might need to get divorced. Hire a shark, do this, do that. When really what might work for you is mediation or a collaborative process. There's Many options out there, and you really need to put the fire out and sit with yourself and figure out what's the best way forward. The second one for me would be um, not really having a good understanding of your finances, and that has been made so much more challenging by everything being online now. Banking, you file your taxes, everything. So why would some mistake It's a mistake that sometimes can't be prevented because there's some roadblocks in front of that sometimes. Then the third might be not having a good understanding of the divorce law and the outcomes for parenting, marriage settlements. And I'm going to tell you, for me, that one explodes as a mistake. People that will go all the way to a trial fighting for something that the law clearly spells out is very likely to be the outcome. And then number four, real quick, is dating before divorce. Or if you're dating, letting the dating cloud your decision-making or interfere with the way your divorce is impacting your children. And then finally, a giant category of not taking care of yourself, not managing your responses, reacting versus responding, having your divorce be your whole life, or your story become who you are, just so many facets in that self-care piece that can create all kinds of fallout. So that's kind of my summary now after all these years. And very well said. Uh, And we're going to break each of these down and understand them a little bit more so that you can think about your situation with relation to them and ask yourself, is this a fit for me? Do I need to look into this area? I would offer up that we need to look into all of them. Um, But real quickly, I want to establish, Susan, if we can, why we ultimately, I mean, we might think that we know why we would want to look at the biggest mistakes, but why do you think we want to look at the five biggest mistakes when divorce has touched our lives? 
I would say the most important reason is it affects you personally. If you make mistakes, it hurts your self-esteem in a, in a state of being during the process that chances are no matter who you are, you're, you're hurting, your family might be hurting, your children might be hurting. And when you make mistakes, sometimes they're not fixable. And so you want to be really thoughtful. And so, you know, it's important to have knowledge about these things to prevent you, your children from being harmed. And also mistakes are costly. It's very expensive to go down a path that's going to maybe have the same outcome if you hadn't thrown all the money at it for emotional justice or other things. Oh, yeah, I can speak to that one for sure. And what I heard in there, too, is I think one thing that people miss is those decisions that are made today have ripple effects for years and years and years. And if that's, you know, the one thing that people understand, those decisions that you make today will affect your family for five years, 10 years. You know, somebody has said on my show at one point that uh, a mistake in divorce or, or a divorce in general can affect a family up to four generations. And, I remember you saying that. Yes, and, uh, and and I don't know that I have data behind that, but if you think about it, um, I would guess a lot of people who've come from divorced families, they're like, uh-huh, yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with that one. But, you know, what we don't realize is that, that the choice to keep the house because we want to hold on to it may thwart us from being uh, able to do something financially that we need to down the road. And we'll get into those things, but... It's not just the mistakes you make today. The mistakes you make today can be mistakes that continue on for years to come. And so, folks, what we're talking about here today on the Divorce Coaching Hour with Susan Kiernan, our, uh, my fellow divorce coach, my mentor divorce coach, is really understanding in general the five biggest mistakes. Yeah, we know that there are a few more probably, and dependent on your situation, they may be different. But we really want you to hear these. We're going to break them down in the next two segments. So come on back. You want to hear what we have to say about the five biggest mistakes in divorce. Stay tuned. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. 
Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit Soberlink.com backslash DCH. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. You've heard him on the show and gained valuable insight from him. And now get ready for more. I'm so excited that licensed professional counselor Tom Stevens is partnering with us to spread the word that life can get better. Tom and his wife, Jill, have been providing quality mental health for over 25 years. And friends, that's their passion. Search Tom Stevens Counseling on YouTube and Facebook for lots of great video content that will help you and your family. And to schedule an appointment with Tom, visit his website at tomstevens.us. That's tomstevens.us. Hello, friends. We're back, and we're back with Susan Kiernan. Uh, well, all my guests are favorite, but I have to say she, Susan's one of my favorites as well. No. And I'm just so glad she's back here. It's, it's um you know, I often say you you don't do anything great alone. And, you know, some people may think, well, you're a coach. Why do you have another coach on? Because we have we have different perspectives. We work with different people. And, oh, by the way, uh, Susan is my mentor coach in divorce. She's been doing this longer. And, and my goal with this show is to bring the very best information to listeners. And, and so I'll get out of the way. It's not about me. It's about bringing the information to people in a very challenging time of life. And what we're talking about is information that can really make a big difference for you, and uh, good or bad. (laughs) Uh, We're talking about the five biggest mistakes in divorce in general. And we're kind of getting a top-level look of that. Today, we're going to break them down a little bit. In the next show, um, next week, we'll be talking about finances more in-depth and then in the third show of this short series, we'll be looking at real estate. Today, we want to just give you a big picture of those mistakes that can really set you on a path for moving through divorce in a better manner, a healthier manner, coming through it healthier, uh, or take you on the road you don't want to go on. And so we listed them in the first uh, segment, and I'll just recap them very quickly. Basically, in kind of almost one word here, being unprepared, one or two words, uh, finances, issues with finances, um, divorce law per your state, uh, dating before divorce, and uh, not taking care of yourself. So that's just the top level of the top five that Susan, based on her experience, thinks uh, are the top five biggest mistakes in divorce. And so, Susan, we're, we're going to go into number one. Uh, and dig into that because it really, as you said, it's kind of a header of all of these is being unprepared. And I often say this, I made this up, you can quote me, um, (laughs) if I can even remember it at this moment, but there is no perfection, (laughs) but there's perfection and progress and preparedness. So we're not going to do, divorce is messy. We're not going to do this perfectly, but the more that we're informed, the more prepared we can be, the more, the more 
positive progress we're going to have. Does that make sense, Susan? It does. And being prepared calms your brain. It calms your fears. And so most people find knowledge is power. I really subscribe to that. I know my clients who have prepared themselves subscribe to that. So knowledge is power. Yeah, being prepared, that's huge. I haven't really thought about it like that, but I, but as I uh, prepare myself, I'm always calmer. So it calms your brain. I love that. And one of the things, a little distinction that I say with knowledge is power, knowledge is power only if it's applied, right? We may yeah. learn all these <laughs> things, but then we decide, yeah. no, I'm going to do it my way, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> So help us understand what do we need to look at in this header of being, um, well, rather the reverse of being unprepared, since that's a mistake. Uh, what do we need to do to be prepared? So, you know, cautiously take others' advice is, you know, is is the first thing is to, you know, it really begins with, okay, so you figured out you're getting divorced. Maybe you've been blindsided. Maybe it's been something that's coming on for a while. Maybe you've grown apart. However you come to divorce, it's kind of taking a fire extinguisher on yourself, putting out the fire and saying, okay, now I freaked out. I cried for three days. What do I need? What's going to work for me, our family, our kids, our extended family? What works? And so it's to the best of your ability with this amazing internet we have, trying to find reasonable information on what does the process of litigation, mediation, collaborative, do-it-yourself, what does that all look like, and what seems like the right process for me? I would also say in that if you can get yourself to a calm place, thinking about right away, sounds crazy, but what are some short-term and some long-term goals I want for myself, I want for my children, even adult children, even if you've got adult children, this doesn't apply to I've got a five and a six-year-old or I've got teenagers. And so it's evaluating the process, evaluating what this looks like in your unique individualized situation, and then what do you want for yourself at the end of this? So it's a bit of preparing and looking at all of it. Yeah, so much in there. And what I heard was, first and foremost, so if if the mistake is being unprepared, then we want to do what we can to be prepared. Understanding a couple things, what is in that? Well, first, evaluating the situation. And I often go to get real. And mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you, hey, get real. It means get understand what is real in this situation. Because oftentimes we can conflate our thinking and we, yeah. we might be... Um, Thinking things that aren't real. So do what you can to to assess the situation. And uh, Amber and Scotty Gifford, uh, I'm involved with through the National Association of Divorce Professionals. They've been on the show here. In fact, they'll be on the show when we talk about real estate. Uh, they're divorce professionals in real estate. They they talk about when working with people in real estate is get the facts, remove the fear. And in fact. When we get mm-hmm. real, we do the same thing. We look at the, the just the facts, ma'am, right? The other yeah. thing, though, I heard you say is what's right for you, though, as you're evaluating it? Because this is really coaching is an inside-out job. 
type of thing. Because if you go to other people and they're saying, oh, well, you need to do this. I went through collaborative. That may not be the right thing. And you're going, what the heck is collaborative divorce? And and so understanding what it is and how it fits for you, only you know what is right for you. And And this is not necessarily a plug for coaches, but in a way it is. This is why a yeah. coach, a divorce coach can help you look at the big picture and make sense of it. And interestingly enough, I know a lot of people maybe don't realize this, but by going to a coach first to evaluate, to get real, to look at what's right for you can actually save you money and pain oh, yes. in the long run, right? And fear, de-escalate your fear. It's so, I, I, I'm like the, <laughs> the poster holder for, you know, taking the fear out of divorce because it creates so many problems with thinking and decision making and the way people interact with each other in divorce. Yeah, completely. And there's so much in that because, you know, even brain science proves that when we go into that fear place and we're in the what ifs and, as you said, escalating, we want to de-escalate it, we go into what we call the lizard brain, the emotional brain, and we're not making, we're, we're literally in flight, fight, or freeze, and we're not making those best choices that we were talking about wanting to make, the, the why of looking at these mistakes. Because if we're in that lizard brain, that emotional brain, and we're making reactive decisions based out of fear, then down the road, those mistakes, uh, they're irreparable. And we've made some bad decisions, and they're affecting our, our life down the road. So, Susan, you also mentioned goals and uh, long-term and short-term goals. Also, you know, kind of what do you want? Talk to us more about those long-term and short-term goals. So as a coach, I think it's pretty important for clients to scope out the future look on this so that they're not buried in what's going on in the present, which can seem very scary and filled with lots of decision-making. So if they create goals, they can use them as a foundation for all of their decision-making. And that's not to say they can't change their goals, but it pitches them to look forward to the future and align their goals, their values, and everything together with all of their decision-making. Yeah, and it might feel counterintuitive. Wait a second. I'm in the midst of this big pothole, as I often talk about, in this (laughs) darkness, this muck and mire, and you're wanting me to set goals. Isn't that what we do in professional development? And I Mm -hmm. love that because if I'm envisioning that pothole, it's like, I'm actually, you can see little hands over the edge of the pothole and the eyes looking out and up, right? And and so right. there's hope. Exactly. Yeah, there's Even hope. Even if you're... it's just one goal, make yeah. a goal so that something compels you to put your foot and climb out of the hole. Yeah. And you know what? My, my now husband, uh, he talks about what he did was he looked at himself when this was all over. You know, who do I want to be at the end of this? And we often talk about the who in coaching, but, you know, who do I want to be at the end? Do I want to be someone mm-hmm. who's gone through this in a bitter manner and, and fought tooth and nail the whole way through and tried to ruin, you know, alienate my child from my spouse? Or do I want to be, as he said, a man with my Bible looking back, knowing I didn't make anything worse? Awesome. Yeah. And I think if we can help them as coaches 
do that, uh, we can help them. And you said, look forward and, and that gives them hope. And that's what we want. And so we've spent this entire segment on, uh, being unprepared as being one of the, the biggest mistakes and rightfully so, because it, it, it in fact is, um, uh, when we are prepared, it's foundational. It sets the tone for where we can go through uh, through the rest of the divorce. And when we come back into the second segment, we're going to begin to look at the others and we'll spend some good time on them, but we want to try to get through all five so we won't spend an entire segment on them. So stay tuned. We're going to come back and look at number two uh, and um, not having a good understanding of your finances. We'll look at that briefly because we're going to do a whole show on that one. And then we'll step into three, four, and five. So come on back. Top five biggest mistakes in divorce with Susan Kiernan and myself. You don't want to miss it. Come on back. Here's today's two-minute tip. I often find myself encouraging those traversing divorce to, quote, take the high road, unquote. As I thought about that phrase, I wondered, What does it really mean? The Free Dictionary defines it as to choose the most noble, ethical, or diplomatic course or method, especially after or in the face of negativity or ill treatment. Here's how it applies to divorce. Divorce can bring out the worst in people, the low road. Believe you me, I wish I couldn't say that, but it's true. It does. When we are in an emotional state, we can sometimes react and behave in ways that we don't want to. Ever gotten upset and said something you didn't mean? Yep, we all have. This sort of thing happens frequently in divorce, and it escalates from what we say to the decisions we make and the actions we take. To help you navigate the challenge of divorce and come through it in a healthier manner, you will need to make decisions for the good of all involved and that impact your family positively for years to come, not just today, even when the other party isn't doing the same. This is taking the high road. The Bible speaks to it in Ephesians 4:29. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that it may impart grace to the hearers. So I wonder, which road will you take? The high road that imparts grace or the low road, the one that corrupts? I hope you'll choose the first. If you want support in taking the high road, please email me at christy at christymindelow.com. You can also find us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Mindelow and Instagram at Coach Christy Mendelow. And remember to keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. God bless you. The top five biggest mistakes in divorce here today on the Divorce Coaching Hour. Susan Kiernan is our guest. And I'm your host, Christy Mindelow. And you might be saying, wait, five? Five? There's only five? Well, yeah. (laughs) Actually, there's more. But these are really ones that can um, set you up for success or really take you off the path. And so in the first segment, we talked about being uh, unprepared, a lot of different uh, aspects there. Um, So the... The reverse of that is we want you to be prepared. So we talked about that. Go back and listen to that uh, if, in fact, um, you want to hear more about that. Number two Susan shared was finances and specifically not having a good understanding of your finances. And we're going to skip on over that. It's because it's so huge. And here's why. Mm -hmm. The next show 
is all about finances. And this can, when you really look at divorce, it's a, um, uh, my brother, who's a family law attorney, will say it's an untying of the knot. It's <laughs> when you get married, you tie the knot. You guys get it. Uh, <laughs> um, but in this, it's it's the untying the knot is one thread is the legal side, uh, the legal marriage, and the other side is the financial side. Uh, and, and kids are, of course, a part of the legal side as well. But the, it's such an important part of that knot that is being untied. So next show will be all on finances and we'll have a, a financial professional here to talk about that. And hey, stay tuned. You will be surprised some of the mistakes there. We're going to focus in on uh, number three now, not having a basic understanding of the potential outcomes per state and specifically divorce law per state. So Susan, help us understand that. I'm not an attorney. Help us understand that more. Yes, and I'm not an attorney either, but thank goodness there's Google, right? And there is <laughs> law, law firms put out so much information about what you can kind of expect in your state. And when I said that, not having an understanding of the divorce law and outcomes for parenting and finances, what I have seen just it's it's becoming more and more common for me is my first or second call with someone and they say they did me wrong so now I'm going to go for 80% parenting time I'm only going to let them have 20% and I'm going to fight to the death on it and what might be really valuable is finding out how your state feels about that how does your state look at parenting because People can spend an incredible amount of money. Your eyes would pop open if I told you how much money some people have spent fighting for that emotional justice, that something that the law is not going to give them. So it's important if you're able to digest a, as much general knowledge as you can about what are some of the things that are pretty common in your state. Yeah, back to that knowledge is power, because when you have that knowledge, then you can act on it uh, in a powerful way. And I know you said attorneys uh, do a great job of sharing what the process is like, and and they do. Um, That's, you know, I would guess in a way to demystify the process. Uh, And so people can come to them educated. We talk about being a credible client. Obviously, they can Mm -hmm. come to a divorce coach and help them understand. That's one of our roles, too, is to help them be a credible client, which means that you kind of know the direction you need to go in. An attorney doesn't need to go through all that education. And, oh, by the way, you don't have to pay for that as well. But, Susan, how else could people find out per state what their divorce well, laws are. Certainly meeting with an attorney would be the most reliable, most credible way. Actually sitting in a meeting and, you know, discussing, okay, this is how I feel. Um, I'm, I'm uh, a dad or a mom and my spouse is out of the country. What might the parenting look like? Or um, the other person travels. And I, I say this about the parenting because I really see a lot of mismanaged expectations on what the parenting plan is going to end up looking like. Mm. Yeah. And that creates a world of hurt for everyone. So I want to go back to meeting with those attorneys and just uh, helping people understand quickly is that attorneys will, um, they'll, they'll do a consultation with 
potential mm-hmm. clients. And what I what I recommend to folks is this is going to cost you, yes. It's going to cost you, depending on the attorney, you know, sometimes they'll do a complimentary consultation, but typically not in divorce. Uh, you know, I know price ranges somewhere in the three to four, depending on the attorney. But quite honestly, I would recommend, you know, borrow the money if you have to. Go meet with three mm-hmm. different attorneys. Invest that 1500 uh, by, and I'm saying 500 a person, because in doing so, you're going to understand, you're going to be more prepared and then you can make better decisions, which will in the long run, save you money. It will help you make better choices. And I know again, sounds a little bit counterintuitive, but it also gives you time to think through the process back to what you were talking about, Susan, that mismanaged, managed parenting agreement. Just the so, expectation, right? Yeah, the expectation. So that if you keep hearing this. When it may not be likely to be different, but, you know, great advice. You know, go meet with them, go meet with several. You know, even if you're considering a different process, even if you believe the best thing for you is, you know, collaborative or mediation or litigation, meet with some attorneys if you're feeling like you might be asking for something that's going to present a challenge to the other person you are divorcing. Yeah, the bottom, another mistake is is expecting that the attorneys can, you know, make all the decisions for you. And, you know, quite honestly, I'll tell on myself, when I was going through a divorce, I was so blindsided, I was in such a fog, I, I wasn't prepared. And so... I I was really fearful in the situation. I don't think divorce coaches really existed then. And so therefore, I didn't know what to tell them I wanted. But when you take that time to go consult, you actually bring more power to yourself so that you can make your own decisions. If we go back to segment one, talking about this is an inside out job, you got to get clear on what you want for you and your family. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's uh, three uh, the state. And, you know, the other thing I was thinking about, you know, the bar associations and so forth. If, mm-hmm. if money is an issue, there are pro bono attorneys that at least you can go get on the phone, you can go call them. So you can Google online, you know, go online, uh, look up your local bar association, find out who you could talk to at least about learning the process. And they also have a ton of information on their sites about the process as well. Right. And so... Um, awesome. Getting into, we have a little bit more time in this segment. We want to get to it, but dating before divorced. Yeah. (laughs) That's a tough one. Very hard to stop people from wanting to feel good again, wanting to feel normal again, right? It is. And so I don't tell people don't, but I've seen often enough a mistake creep up that they start to go all in on their relationship which inflames their not soon enough to be former spouse, which may start to create some things in their children. They're uncomfortable or the parent's not around as much. And then the worst possible part of the decision-making is you let this new, wonderful, flourishing relationship cloud your decision-making about your parenting time or your settlement. And it, Right now, your listeners might be saying, oh, my gosh, that would never happen. You'd be shocked how often it happens. 
that, oh, you know, I won't need the house or I won't need that much money because we're going to go off into never, never land and it's all going to be good again. Yeah, you want to feel good again. And so your mind, in a way, plays tricks on you. And, you know, I was told a long time ago, until you so-called summer and winter with someone, do not create anything permanent because you don't know. And matter of fact, um, I ended up dating my now ex-husband for four months in one one state. And then we dated long distance for two years. And, you know, nothing against him. Both of us, we didn't have a good foundation for our relationship. Uh, hence, where we are today, divorced. Um, and so jumping into something quickly when we, uh, and, and as the CDC would say, betting the farm, so-called right. on this relationship is yes. really going to uh, cloud, even more so cloud your vision. I get it. I, I understand. You, wa- you want to feel good again. You want to feel special. You want someone. But the best thing you can do is get right first because if you're yeah. not in a good place, you can't create a good relationship. And, and I just have to speak quickly to faith. And, you know, if, if Christian values are what you, you want to live out, uh, then then you need to go to the Bible and ask, what does it say? And and we won't get into that, but it's just a question, again, this inside-out job, what is right for you? The, really struggle with that. Go talk to a pastor. Go talk to uh, um, you know your, your Christian sisters and brothers. And because we want you to, we want you to find that person again. And in, in doing it so-called by the book, uh, you will have more chance to find that um, that that right person for you to set a new path uh, for you and your family. And so, folks, as a quick recap, we're talking about the five biggest mistakes in divorce. We're talking with uh, my friend and my mentor coach in divorce coaching, Susan Kiernan, and we're looking at the top five. There's there's more than five, but really, why are we looking at it? We don't want you to make the mistake. So spend some time with this. Ask yourself about these mistakes, get prepared, find a divorce coach, and come on back. You'll hear number five. Friends, I'm so glad that you were listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. And there's something I want you to know. I really want you to hear this. I, as a divorce coach and the host of this show, don't advocate for divorce in general. Our goal is to help you glorify God, first and foremost, by helping you save your marriage. The fact of the matter is, is that there are times when a marriage can't be saved. I know, I've been there. And when it can't be saved, we want to walk alongside you through it. We want to help you pick up the fragments, put the pieces together, and help you stand strong and walk courageously through divorce. And I want to share something with you that may help. I'm on another show here on KKHT. I'm honored to be the wingman on Courageous Christianity with Richard Mendelow, where each week, Richard and I talk about the intersection of our faith and the secular world, and together with interesting guests, we shed light on this critical intersection on spiritual combat and on the rules of engagement for Courageous Christianity. It's my belief that Courageous Christianity with Richard Mindelow can be another resource that you can turn to as you walk this path of significant change in your life. So please join us. You can catch the show on this station, 100.7 FM KKHT, at noon, Central Time, Saturdays, and online at kkht.com as well. Hey, grab your lunch and join us for both shows, back-to-back, 12 p.m. noon for Courageous Christianity and 1 p.m. for the Divorce Coaching Hour. You can also find all shows under podcasts under the Programs tab 
on KKHT.com or on your favorite podcast app. Richard and I hope you'll listen in. As always, if you want to reach me, you can find me at thedivorcecoachinghour.com or email me at christy at christymindelow.com. We are grateful for you joining us each week, and we pray both shows will serve and support you. And welcome back. We're already at the segment four. It goes so fast. We're talking about the biggest mistakes in divorce, specifically the top five, but there could be more. (laughs) And, uh, you know, the reason we want to talk about this is because really our heart is for you. And as as hard as some of these may be to hear, for example, number four, don't date before your divorce is final. Uh, You know, give it some time, get prepared. As I said, uh, go through the seasons, summer and winter someone with someone before you step into anything serious. Uh, it really is for your good. And um, we want you to come through divorce better, not worse, healthier, not weaker. But we've seen so many of the mistakes. And so I really hope that this is landing on your ears and and in your heart and saying, hey, I need to take a pause here and look at what I'm doing. And folks, you know, if you want to talk to somebody, certainly you can always reach me. Uh, you can reach me at Christy at com, and you can reach Susan. Susan, how would someone reach you if they wanted to chat with you about these mistakes? You can go right through my website, com. It's K-I-E-R-N-A-N, com, and there's all kinds of ways to contact me. There is, and it's an awesome website with lots of information and uh, there are other divorce coaches out there, too. We just want you to get mm-hmm. to someone, and we talked about going to attorneys. So make sure you go back and, you know, maybe you want to grab a pencil and take notes as you listen to this show. Um, and we got we can't get away from the show without talking about number five, which is the mistake is not taking care of yourself. And so the first thing that goes to my mind, Susan, when you say that is uh, it might be a little trite, but the oxygen mask on an airplane You know, you Mm got to put the oxygen mask on first, on yourself first, before you help the person next to you, because guess what? If you don't have the oxygen on, uh, no bueno. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. So what do you see the mistakes being under not taking care of themselves as they go through divorce, Susan? You know, the whole thing is getting run down. When you're when you're just not your best self, right? And divorce can be exhausting. It is such a marathon and not a sprint. You have to pace yourself physically, spiritually, emotionally that way. And I used to not be someone who suggested, but even if you spend five minutes a day just with your eyes closed and just breathing to calm your whole nervous system down, it can have such a powerful impact on facing your divorce, facing what's going on in your life. And you need to take care of yourself. You just do. Like you said, the whole thing falls apart if you don't. The more rundown you get, the more hasty you might be in decision-making, or the more you are likely to react versus respond or feel in control. It's It is important. People find it's very important to feel in control during their divorce. And so often control feels like it's taken away. So it's that centering yourself, 
putting that oxygen mask on and breathing deeply so that you realize you'll be out of this. This isn't forever. It's for right now. How can you best face it? Yeah. And, and, you know, obviously going back to that oxygen mask, there's, there's something to that. That's breathing oxygen into you. And turns out we need oxygen. (laughs) And, you know, it's interesting. um, I write about in my soon to be published book, but uh, breathing for the first time as I was going through divorce, I got into a transformational coaching program and kind of stayed there for six years uh, working with a coach and kind of learning how to breathe. And what I remember is our kind of the team instructor coach told us to go home and put sticky notes all around our house and says, remember to breathe, like just write, breathe on it because we actually forget to breathe. And from a biological standpoint, our brains are in that emotional space as we're divorcing and, and we literally will hold our breaths. I, I mean, yeah. I literally, I was going, picking myself up and going to my counselor's office every morning the first week after my now ex-husband said uh, he wanted a divorce because I didn't even know what to do. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. Mm-hmm. And she just said, please get one, at least one smoothie a day. I would go to the gym. I would get a smoothie and I would walk on the treadmill, which forced breathing, right? So that was mm-hmm. taking care of myself. And and so we can't... Um, we can't encourage that enough. What else do you see that wanes in this area with regards to self-care, Susan? Completely taking a break from your divorce. It can be consuming. And so I really think it's valuable to schedule divorce time. I talk to about my divorce and to my attorney and focus on the emails Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever works for you. But scheduling a break from all of it because it's exhausting or it can be exhausting. And then also maybe making a pact with yourself that six months into it or whatever feels right to you, you're not going to spell out your whole divorce story every time you meet a new person, that you're going to go through it however long it takes. Maybe it's five years for you. Maybe it's six months. But that at some point, you're going to let go of your divorce story because that's nourishing to say that was a in your mind. That was a part of my life. And now I'm new and I'm embracing the new and I'm going to even let go of that story. Love that you're saying that. In fact, uh, I was just... Um the other radio show my husband and I have here called Courageous Christianity. We've been in a series called Struggling Well, and we were talking about that story. And I was reminded again of my kind of, as I say, death, divorce, debacle story that I write about in my book. Um, But I had to almost, I had to tell myself, okay, December 31st, I'm letting it go. January 1st, I'm not going to, I'm not going to tell that story anymore unless it's you know, if I'm teaching or it's a purposeful because I'm just ruminating on it. And and I get it that some people, this is so fresh and so new. That's all you can think about it. But I I hope, um, folks, you hear this. When you do repeat that story over and over and over, you're actually taking your brain back to it. The, The hormones, the chemicals, the flight, fight, or freeze, 
all of that is taking you right back there and it puts you back in that moment. So it almost puts you kind of back in that pothole, stuck in the rut. And so <laughs> friends, we're getting to the end of the end of the show here. And uh, I hope that you've uh, gleaned some good information that knowledge is power. And then you'll take a step back and look at that um, as it depends on, um, as it relates to your your specific situation, and then make better choices now that you know some of those big mistakes. And I promised I would list the uh, top five from CDC. And I'm just going to list them quickly. Of course, if you want to know more about them, reach out to Susan or myself. But abdicating power to a judge, and we alluded that uh, alluded to that. Betting the farm, meaning like I'm going to I'm going to bet the farm on everything. Being inflexible, I think that's really important. And you're going to hear this: getting into a relationship right? <laughs> Too soon. And then not managing your emotions. So they kind of all work together. But um, before we wrap, Susan, what final thoughts might you have? Give yourself grace. It's a hard time, but it's not forever. And absolutely give yourself grace if you've made mistakes. It's a new day tomorrow. And you can start breathing and start thinking more clearly. And you know, hopefully you can repair anything or fix anything or modify anything that you think now may have been a mistake for you. It's never too late to start again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, There was a song that kind of, I had a song playlist that got me through and it still gets me through struggles. And and, uh, it's by Five for Fighting, it's called World. And it says, history starts now. And, and I love that song. Yeah, I know. Don't you? And you can. And, and we talk about this being a defining moment, bad or defining moment, good. We're not taking away the fact that this is tough. We get it. We've been there. We understand. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, I want to say something pointing back to the two minute tip. I talked about taking the high road. So giving yourself grace, but also giving other people's uh, also giving other people grace because it's just a challenge for everyone in in this situation. The more that you can be prepared, the more that you can, in fact, uh, know about your finances, know about your divorce law as uh, per the state, um, make better choices in dating, and then take care of yourself, the better you're going to be through this process, those better decisions, and the least mistakes you'll make. So folks... You know, we're here to help you think through those things. Susan and I do that. We're, we're your thinking partner. And so we hope that you continue to listen to the Divorce Coaching Hour. Go back and listen to those podcasts because we really are here to walk the path with you and and bring you the information that you need, uh, need when you need it most. Uh, like I said, we've been there. So folks, thank you for joining us today. And Susan, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Christy. Friends, I'm so glad you've been here with us today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Mendelo, and I can't wait to be with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.